don't they just realise? Welcome to this episode of What's On Your Mind with Alicia Mackay and Digby Scott, where we talk about how dangerous it can be to talk about getting other people to buy in, to help them understand. There's a good chance you're the one that's wrong. Morning. Good morning. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is that people are wrong. All of us? All the time? No. No. Blanket statement to I know. start the session. You're all wrong. No. Uh, so, <laughs> Except for us. Obviously. <laughs> uh, I ran this great training day yesterday for Meetings That Matter. It was the first full day launch of this program and it was so good. Yeah, you're, and, you're fizzing. Oh, you're it was you. so Look good. I'm like, oh, you. Yeah. Go that's, you. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but one of the things we spent most of the day talking about was if you start a sentence by saying something like, if people would just realise or we need them to understand... Or uh, why don't they? Uh, then yeah. you know who's wrong? Yeah. You. Yeah. You're wrong. You're getting me here. Oh, good. Uh. So a lot of the questions I had in the troubleshooting part of the day, so we'd done this role play thing and that was really cool. And then we were doing some work on, all right, what's the thing I've got coming up mm. that I can actually apply this to? And a bun- I was sort of walking around doing the one-on-ones and people were saying, yeah, I've just got this really difficult group. And uh, like, how can I make them realise? I'm going, stop you right there. Yeah. If you're Go out there to try and make someone realise something, you're just wrong. Come on, hit me. All You've right. got so much. I'm just like, I'm like it's coiled spring right now. You yeah. just triggers, triggered something. Jack in the box. Boom. So Susan Scott, no relation, wrote this really cool book a few years ago called Fierce Conversations, right? Ooh. And there's this really great idea in it that you have to own your 50%, right? So if you think about a relationship, there's you and there's them, and we always make the problem about them, right? The other, right? Yeah. That's not your 50%, which is the easiest. You want to change the relationship, which is the easiest bit to change? This bit or this bit? Yeah. That one. Yeah. This is insanity trying to change the other. So we have to own this bit and go, well, what is it about how, what I'm making up about these people or about my assumptions or about how I'm showing up, it's complicit in this, own this bit, own that bit, not that bit. Totally. And even, I've, I've even heard it, I'm trying to think where it came from, but this idea with relationships that you don't give 50%, everybody gives 100%. Mm. That's the point. Everybody, yeah. everybody gives 100%. Give 100% of your 50%. Not just your half. Because one of mm. the best questions of the day uh, that was thrown to the room and everybody had a crack at answering was, why do I always have to be the bigger person? Yeah. Why do I have to spend all this time oh. figuring out what they're thinking and feeling and, and needing? Why can't they do their bit? I'm doing all this, I'm doing all that, right? And, and that was cool. And there were so many good answers around the room about actually how to deal with that. But one of the assumptions that's implicit in that question is, because I'm clearly right, why do I have to be the bigger person, me, who's clearly right? Because they're wrong. Because they're wrong. And the idea that if you have been making it easy for them, we've talked about this before, if you've been making it easy for people to do the right thing and you've made it as easy as possible for people to do the right thing and they're not doing the right thing, it's probably not the right thing. Mm. Nice. And so in the the meetings that matter, we talk about there are three, like there's too many meetings. There's meetings for Africa. I don't care about them. I don't care about garden variety meetings. But when it comes to strategic conversations that drive change, there are three. There's a meeting to build understanding. There's a conversation to shape choices. And there's a conversation to make decisions. They're the only three I care about. Sounds very educational. I'm sure you'll remember those. One, two, three. But, But the first one, the building understanding, the problem is when people go in with the idea that they are building somebody else's understanding or that they are helping a group come to an understanding yeah. of their own. And it's going, yeah. hey, the understanding, mate, 
that's for you too. Yeah, so <laughs> this is it's kind of like, I just need to transfer what's in here into their brains and everything will be good. Yeah, how can I say it in a way that they'll, they'll connect to? Like yeah. I had one person saying to oh, me, oh, go. get buy-in. Oh, get oh, right, it's all I, this sort of stuff. How do I get them to own this? Yeah, 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 all that stuff, right? So what we're talking about, and in fact, we had this great session at Changemakers a couple of days ago where we had a fellow called Christian Penny who works for High Performance Sport New Zealand. and He's like the coach of the coaches. Yeah. He brought this whole, the way in which we think from a Maori lens should be is that actually, forget the Māori bit, this is just a way better way to have a conversation. It's like, it's like allow the idea to emerge through the group yeah. as opposed to my idea transferring to you, you transferring to me, and then yeah. we have a bit of a fight, yeah. right? And see who's going to win. So it's more about the co-creation space and it's stepping out of the way, getting your ego out of the way, all that sort of and stuff. And that's just as much for the facilitator or the leader as, Everyone. It, is, as it is for the, for the person in the group. And I love that. And I, like, I often talk about influence. We talk about influence a bit. And when we think about influence, there still seems to be this mindset that it's a one way, it's like me to you. And it goes, if you want to be an effective influencer, actually you need to allow yourself to be influenced yeah. and you need to understand the ways that you are and the yeah. ways that you were wrong. Yeah. How am I showing up in this conversation uh, that's influencing this? Yeah. What role am I assuming to have? And I think there's something about, in fact, in a workshop yesterday with the group, there was this, ah, uh, oh, we actually really need to be good facilitators first. Ideas come second, right? If we're hosting the meeting, and I love that word hosting, yeah. then that's our primary role. Well, it's funny you say that because most of the people who came along yesterday, I think they expected that what they were going to get out of the day was a bunch of different like, <laughs> facilitation exercises. They were yeah. like, oh, Alicia will teach us some of her exercises. And there's a whole stack of them and you can go and learn those and you get the workbook yeah. for that. I'm like, most of what makes an effective strategic conversation isn't about what happens in the room. So you do nice. all the prep, right? right? You do all the prep and most of your prep is about people. When it comes to the content, that's less relevant. You're, yeah. a, con you're a conduit for that. Yeah. What your job is, is actually to be thinking all the time about the people in the, in the conversation. Yeah, and the process of the conversation, right? Yeah, and mm -hmm. not just that, but what happens afterwards. Yeah. So another one of the good questions I had was, well, it's all very well to tell people they can make decisions, but for most of us, the decision we make just winds up being a recommendation to somebody else. So how can you call it a decision-making meeting if it just goes into a recommendation to the board or to the LT? And I'm like, no, you've got it wrong. The purpose or the goal of that conversation isn't to make the recommendation. It's to think about how you're going to get that recommendation over the line to the people that actually make the decision. Yeah, yeah. So when we stop our process at what happens when our bit ends, we're bugger, right? Right. Can I just challenge that a bit? And, and not so much that it's wrong, but I think the way you say over the line, oh, to me yeah. says okay, that's the about the yuck, other again, it? right? Yeah. It's about getting buy-in for someone yeah. else. Why aren't they in the room? Yeah. Why aren't they part of this conversation? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's it because it's not about what's the thing we need to make at the end of this. It's what the what is the change that we're trying to create. What's the action that we want people to take? Yeah, and yeah. if that's where we're directing all of our efforts and all of our conversations, it's a totally different process. Totally, that's awesome. Good chat. Who are you making wrong? Who are you making wrong? How is it that you're showing up? And if you're trying to make get people to have buy-in and agree with your stuff, how's that going for you? And I wonder, is there a better way? Maybe if you would just realise. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you get it? Yeah. You get it?